1: I will say this about investing everything you do learn
2: is What I learned at 20 is Equity. Welcome to another special episode of Equity Mates, where we are searching for Australia's next top trader. We're a podcast that breaks down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined on this very
0: special occasion by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I am so excited for this, Bryce. The day is finally here. We have pumped the ads. We have been trying to get people excited, and we have got a great group, a much bigger group than we thought, so that's, uh, that's always a nice little win, uh, and we are ready to do Australia's Next Top Trader.
2: Mate, couldn't have have said that better. Today is the day that we kick off. It's been a, a, an exciting build-up. The vibe is strong. Everyone's ready to start trading. Content and lessons are ready to go. Website's up and running. We're pumped. Um, New York is waiting for... One, the person that is the best performer and trader over the next six weeks. And two, the person that also refers the most people into the competition using their referral code and a reminder that every person you refer, you will get $5 into your account as will your friend who you refer in. So use your code through the stake app to refer your mates in. And Ren, awesome. As we said, tonight we kick off. This is just gonna be a short episode. We've got Matt out professional expert trader from Stake. He's going to be talking through some of his um, hot tips for the next coming weeks, uh, what is on his watch list. Uh, Both Ren and I have a small correction to make with some past information that we've given, and uh, then we're just going to let you guys get stuck into it. So, Ren, I just want to quickly address one thing, and we have had an overwhelming response to this competition, much bigger than we had first anticipated, and a lot of people are asking why we have um, set it as a university trading competition. Firstly, anyone can play. The prize, though, is limited to a university student. The reason being was that we absolutely did not anticipate this to be anywhere near as big as it has become. Uh, It was just going to be something small that we wanted to get off the ground with the hope of making it something special later on uh, down the track. But, you know, it's been awesome, the response that we've had. We've aligned with universities to help make this happen. It's really in line with our, our ethos getting millennials invested into the market so uh as we said anyone can play and the response has been awesome so it's encouraged us to make this even bigger and better the next time that we do it so uh if you feel left out by all means um content is going to be available to anyone and you can also um play along as well you will have nothing to lose
0: yeah i think I've, i think that's well said mate i think uh you know we, we're stoked that people are upset that they can't play because it means they care enough about the podcast and what we're doing so but look you know we we hear you guys and we're sorry but play along you still get can access all the content so you're not missing out on anything but yeah look we uh we as you said we aligned with uni students sorry we aligned with the unis to uh get this competition off the ground so um we're gonna we're gonna be giving the prize to our best uni student trader absolutely yeah so corrections look we are we are not experts by any means and i thought it was worth me addressing something that i said on the our recent ask us anything how Um, honorable the yeah well i mean mate we get it wrong more than we get it right so (laughs) if we if, if we were if we were just doing uh if we're doing every correction we'd probably have to do a separate episode every week but um no this one i thought was worth uh, i thought it was pretty funny actually so the first question i got asked on ask us anything was would i choose a2 milk or bellamy's and i sort of said uh given their half year reports i would choose A2 it seems that they've got a lot of momentum still and Bellamy's is in a bit of trouble or it's sort of going backwards in the week after I said that Bellamy's share price has jumped up 30% so (laughs) I, I hope you weren't listening to me uh well I mean you know I hope you listened but I hope you weren't trading on what I said because uh that's a pretty big example of me being completely wrong and Bellamy's really stuck it to me literally the week after i said it. So, there you go. Where don't take don't take trading advice from our from a podcast. Nice one, Ren,
2: an honorable correction there. My one relates to this episode where we were discussing what's hot and what's not in the markets with Matt. We mentioned the opening times for the US market in Australia were 1:30 to 8 a.m. However, that needs to be corrected. The states are going to be adjusting their clocks for daylight saving just the day that we start trading. So, the new opening times in Australian Eastern Standard Time are going to be 12.30 until 7. So, that's when the markets will be open, as in 12.30 a.m. That's just past midnight. 12.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. is when the US markets will be open. You can obviously place trades anytime you want, but they won't be executed until the market opens at 12.30. So, that's my correction and something to consider.
0: Yeah, nice one. I think that's that's important that people understand that that doesn't mean you have to be up there. As you said, you can put an order in at any time of day and it will just sit there and then when the market opens, they'll buy or sell your shares.
2: And that brings me to my last point, Ren, is that you do not have to feel pressured by any means to Uh, put a trade in tonight. Take your time this week to get comfortable with things, listen to some of the content, think about what you might buy. But having said that, it is a six-week competition. Time is limited, so certainly make the most of it. Um, But uh, yeah, do what feels comfortable. Um, Don't feel pressured to make any sort of trades tonight just because the competition kicks off tonight. Although the one that you buy tonight could be the one that gets you to New York. A few other housekeeping things. If you want to contact us and ask, one of the many millions of questions that I'm sure you will have. Contact at equitymates.com is our email. We will be active on that throughout the competition. You can also hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. We're across all of those. Certainly follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be releasing some exclusive content there that won't be coming through the podcast or our emails to help you through the competition. And we'll be getting in touch with some of the players as well to understand how they're trading and what their, their lessons are. We have access to Stake and a few other experts. So um, if you have any questions for them, uh, head to the Stake website and hit them up or you can come through us and, and we will um, be doing some Ask Us Anything Q&As throughout the, throughout the competition with some of the experts to answer all of your questions that would be beneficial to everyone. So from me, Ren, I think best of luck to everyone. It's going to be an awesome experience, huge prize on the line, but you know this is more about dipping your toe into the water Making that first step, taking the leap, it's a fantastic opportunity to do that. Ren and I will be playing along. You will probably do better than we do. Um, So, I look forward to seeing how how we go. Um, But, but, you know, best of luck to everyone. And you're just about to go past the hardest part, which is starting.
0: Uh, Yeah, 100%. Well said, mate. I think uh, if we can get some people starting to invest through this competition, we've done our job. Um, So... Uh, Just one other thing and then we'll go to Matt. Uh, If you're not participating in the competition and you're thinking that, well, the next few weeks of content aren't going to be for you, we've definitely kept you in mind when we created this content, especially the podcast, we hate spam as a podcast. That's our official position on spam and we don't want to, we don't want to spam your podcast feed with episodes that aren't relevant to you so all the content that you will be getting because there will be a little bit of it over the next couple of weeks it, it is intended for everyone while we'll talk about the competition the uh the the you know investing lessons the trading tips the all of that will be applicable to people not participating in the competition as well so definitely stick around definitely stay tuned and uh If if you're not participating in the journey, follow along and uh, hopefully learn.
2: Nice, Ren. Well, let's do it. Okay, so we're joined once again by the infamous Matt Leibowitz. Why infamous, Bryce? I don't know. (laughs) You sounded right. (laughs) You've been on this show many times. You're almost becoming part of equity. now. (laughs) For those who are unaware, you're... Uh, our trading expert, founder and CEO of Stake. Good luck to everyone out there, (laughs) me as the expert. The platform that uh, we'll be running the competition through. And speaking of competition today, is the first day of competition market's open tonight 1 30 a.m tuesday morning but for those going to be australian, australian eastern daylight time right yes and yeah, yeah. so yeah. for
3: those in western australia you could probably still be awake so if you want to take it seriously see, take a
2: siki tomorrow
3: yeah. <laughs> or wake up really early true yeah true. try to the end of the day yeah so if you're australian Eastern a daylight time it's 1 30 a.m it's so 8 a.m yeah um, obviously, different times around Australia it'll be different. Yeah. Um, but you can place an order at any time, yeah. Uh, whether you're buying or selling, and that order will be queued up and ready to go when the markets open, or if your market,
2: if the markets open, it goes directly straight through. So, and we go through detail that in one of our episodes on types of orders. So the reason we have you here today, Matt, is. You're going to be our expert for the competition. We're going to be checking in with you throughout the comp sure. to get your perspective and view on the market, mm-hmm. get some hot tips from you in terms of what stocks you might be looking at. By all means, this is not a buy hold or mm-hmm. sell recommendation for anyone. This is merely uh, to give some people some ideas, some inspiration, um, a bit of an insight into what um you, you yourself are looking at and what's out yep. there at the moment. So let's just first I guess recap on I guess why we're doing the comp though because um, we both sort of share the same uh, idea in terms of this not being necessarily for people that know about investing um, by all means it's going to be a great opportunity if they do you can hone their skills but also this is um, a great opportunity for people to Dip their toe into the water for the first time. Do you have any comment on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, six weeks is a very
3: short part of your investing journey. It's mm. this is the beginning for those that have never invested before, um, and for those that are more experienced um, that have been in the markets for years or months, or really just starting to find their feet. Being in the share market, it's a great way, as you mentioned, to hone your skills and just get better. So there's something for everyone. Um, you know, as you mentioned, stakes really just about giving people access to the share market, um, the world's biggest share market, the US, and I think it's great that people can either, if they're getting invested for the first time, sort of understand or know the companies they're getting invested in, for those on the other side of the curve that are a little bit more experienced to be able to explore the full breadth of the US market, which is just enormous. Yeah. Um, the range of um, the sectors that they have, the, um, the range of companies, the size of the companies, and um, you'll really get to explore your own ability as well and your you research how far how wide it goes but yeah if you're if you're a first-time investor it'd be very different to if you're a seasoned pro but that doesn't really change too much at the end of the day people are trying to win their cash and you know, they're trying to win the prize the big fish to to win their trips to new york but i really think the the
2: real the real prize is just going to be getting better by the end of the six weeks absolutely getting over the biggest barrier which is always starting and this is one of the best ways I think you can do it. Let's get stuck into it, I guess, Matt. You're watching the markets quite closely every night, doing your own trading. So from a general market perspective, where do you sort of see things sitting at the moment? It's actually really interesting. I don't know, for
3: those that have been following, the market really turned like pretty scary actually at some point last quarter of 2018. Mm -hmm. And then the last two months, it's literally just been on a tear all the way back up. I get a little bit jittery when that happens, but I've been proved to be wrong for yeah. the last sort of four to five weeks while it's just you know gone back up. So people that bought the dip did really well. But the money in investing and trading is actually made on the sell side. Mm. A lot of people think that buying a share is easy. It's selling is hard. It's so easy to get attached to <laughs> buying a share. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, right now I'm just, uh, the way this drive is lightning positions just as it's rallied back up so aggressively look it could keep going and and I generally would rather be long than short right now purely because the market is strong well it appears strong but I'm also I've borne the scars of uh, just you know November and December so I just think it's a little bit tentative I don't think there's a real clear direction where it's going next but
2: since sort of Christmas it's been on an upward trend
3: yeah an aggressive one too so the market really dipped it would have been over 20% Mm. really Mm. from its high um, of 2018 and it's just you know really just nearly like a dead cat bounce is the way it's sort of used in okay. market terms you don't need to imagine that I think I've spoken about this before <laughs> yeah but what happened was the market really dips tech sort of led the way in terms of the fall yeah. and it's also really gone back up and there's a lot of momentum even here in Australia the markets are really strong and there's a lot of nearly euphoria again which is always a worrying sign but a lot of shares you know we spoke about before the podcast of Facebook shares are up 25% Yeah. if you invested pretty much at the beginning of the year which is you know they also fell 30 percent yeah Last year so these things happened. so I, I can't give you a very cl- quick summary i'm just, just cautious right. but i'm always cautious
2: <laughs> and so then in terms of if i'm sitting there thinking about you know the first stock to buy you, you mentioned tech and facebook um leading the way are there any other industries that are sort of booming right now that from from your point of view
3: yeah, I mean, the breadth of the U.S. is really big. Yeah. Um, it's got a really big range of stocks. You know, cannabis stocks we've spoken about at stake. I've, I've never seen anything like this before, really, and just wow. in terms of the euphoria and the... Every week, there's a new listing in. um, Weed stock's a new request for new stocks on state. Can you list this weed stock? Canadian stocks are now listing on the NYSE. It's matured enough to a point that space and not everything is moving together. I mean, I look at the whole Bitcoin and all the other coins. They sort of moved in a correlated fashion. Correlated means they all move together. Mm -hmm. And that isn't happening with the weed stocks or the pot stocks. So that tells me that there's actually some maturity in that market. I'm watching one stock, which is Kronos. Okay. I think it's one of the biggest ones out there. But it is literally just still strong as an ox. And I don't know if it's a winner-take-all market. I really don't think it is. But it is one stock
2: I'm keeping my eye on. Okay, so if we want to find that on stake, we just go to your shop and type in... Uh, It's either its code, which is C-R-O-N. Yep. Or type in its name, which is
3: C-R-O-N-O-S. Kronos group so that's uh, in your cannabis sort yeah, of watch it's, list. yeah it's one of the leading cannabis stocks Okay, um, but you know if you want other ones there's other ones that are also in that space can trust us list that it was previously On the Toronto Stock Exchange, Um, and now it's dual listed, so it's listed on both Toronto and the U.S. And it does that because you know U.S. access to capital um, is a lot bigger from the U.S. market. So that's one stock I'm just keeping an eye on. Hasn't really done enough for me to really jump in aggressively. But you can find any weed stock or any pot stock on Stake just by using a search term. You can type marijuana, you can type weed, you can type pot. The same stocks will turn up. I think we've even got a um, dedicated search. So if you're on
2: the app, yeah, I want to trade weed stocks. Do you, Bryce? So I'll, click, I'll <laughs> click on that. So we've got. So what are your thoughts on Tilray? That was I remember when we were looking at weed last year. This that was sort of one that really took off quickly yeah. and early. Yeah, I mean, got, going back to absolute
3: basics, what you really want to look for in a in a share is strength and you want to look for it nearly sounds weird you, like especially in a competition like this you want to look for short term strength yeah it's like a thing in motion like it generally stays in that pattern uh, you may have some ups and downs but it'll generally move in that direction Tilray had a real big run in the middle of 2008 I think it hit $300 you may not see that on the graph but one day it hit 300 and closed back down like $50 lower wow. that same day so I sort of parked that one to the side and wait till it's showing strength again whereas Kronos and I think Industrial uh, Innovative Properties mm-hmm. which is a a leasing company but it leases it to marijuana producers in canada um and i think even in america it has also been incredibly strong so you know this doesn't it doesn't matter what you're trading you could be trading as i said coins you could be trading aussie equities um you could be trading weed stocks the the, the same things are you want to buy at least the way i trade is you want to buy strength yeah everyone thinks it's buy low sell high It's actually buy high, sell higher. Easier said than done. Yeah, a lot easier said than done. But it's actually, it's really hard to train yourself, Well, this looks expensive. Yeah. And I've been told many a time by my wife that um, expensive is cheap, right? So sometimes when you buy something expensive, it'll appear cheap later. Nice. And the same applies to stocks. So you want to buy stocks that look like on a graph that are going from bottom left to top
2: right. Well, a perfect example of that is the one you just mentioned, Innovative Industrial Properties. IIPR is their ticker. So you want to type that into stake and it'll come up with a graph of what they've looked like over the last year and it's going bottom left to top right. So yeah. perfect example.
3: You don't know what's going to happen next. It's just it's it's all you're just adjusting for risk really mm. and you're saying that in the balance of probabilities if I trade this stock, I believe it'll go up and I'll be able to sell it at a higher price mm. and that's all you're trying to do. No one knows no one's got a crystal ball mm. uh, and it's all about managing your risks training is actually as I said it's not about the buy it's really about the sell but this is just little tools that help you make a a better buy
2: so we've got two weed stocks Kronos and iipr we're a bit uh, sketchy on the market overall but what else is sort of hot from your perspective
3: yeah there's not i mean the gas was hot there's a few uh, i didn't even think about that you're much more awake than me at these hours must be my kids yeah, gas has been hot. It was early on. It's really died down pretty quickly. So I've sort of taken my eye off it a little bit, but a couple of stocks I just picked up on my watch, which is Phase Energy, mm-hmm. ENPH. And, and I really, these are just, there are 3,400 odd stocks on stake. So, you know, naming four or five are not going to be the ones that are, um, we're definitely not that good. We wouldn't be in this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so... End phase is just one. It's been a really strong stock since we, you know, for the last year. I think it's something, something 114% or something for the yeah. for the year. But as I said, it's just, it looks like it's got the strength behind it. So it's, do you want to back winners or do you want to back losers? I'd rather back a winner. Mm-hmm. So that's just one that came up. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, actually, I, I picked up an ETF, a commodity ETF, just on my, this is having a look. I think its code is P A L. It's actually Palladin. A lot of people think that they have to be able to trade a commodity have to go buy the physical, or you yeah. have to go play the futures market. It's, you can ETF providers, they go do that for you, mm-hmm. and they just partition it off Into in units, stock. and that gets yeah. listed on the exchange. So yeah. you could trade gold, silver, wheat, gas, as we spoke about. Palladium's one of those ones that's really just been moving forward, and the way commodities work is that there's obviously a structural thing going on in that space. Mm.
2: So it's a really, these things trend for a while. So it could be one of those things that keeps going. And that's an important point um, in terms of finding sort of inspiration. If you read somewhere that gold might be on a bit of a run, then there's certainly ways to access it through ETFs like that. So yeah. um, don't feel like you're limited to just buying singular stocks. Yeah. And, and really, as
3: you'll find out along your journey, if you've been in the market for a while, that it's, it's really being consistent is the key. And it doesn't matter what you're trading. Like, you know, if I, You know, obviously we're a U.S. share trading platform. We obviously believe that the U.S. is where the world trades or sort of is just if you look at it empirically. But trading is trading, right? It's it's just a language. And you can apply it in Australia, you can apply it in India. Uh, We just like to do it where the markets are bigger and the liquidity is there and the costs are lower. But, you know, you could trade Palladium, you can go trade... Facebook, or you can go trade a weed stock. Yeah. And if you're consistent and you learn the right disciplines, you'll make it work. You get in what you put out, really.
2: So we've got an ETF. Anything else on the watch list that's sort of tickling your fancy or to stay away from? You sort of mentioned gases. Yeah. Was hot, not so much now. Yeah, I generally stay away
3: from a sector. It, it, look, it's in a six-week competition. If you're really trying to win that trip to New York, you're gonna obviously going to play with fire. Yes. No <laughs> pun intended again. But I wouldn't be playing with gas. I just don't think it's got anything left yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, I think if things start to do get if they get shaky again like we saw in December, there's some great ETFs that could really ramp you to the top. But okay. they're definitely not for the first time investor. Yes, they are leveraged, so they're you know sometimes they're three to one leveraged, and that's the most that you'll get in an ETF. And do you want to
2: explain what that? means?
3: Yeah, so leverage means for every dollar you put down you get three times the exposure yeah. in a positive or negative way yeah. uh, you don't, you can't lose more than you put in unlike other derivative products this is just an etf that when the let's say it's the short nasdaq etf mm-hmm. right so i'll make it and it's, and it's one times so if the nasdaq index goes up one percent your etf will go down one percent and now there are triple leveraged etfs that are both positive and negative so if you were three times uh leverage to the positive so the NASDAQ that would be the T triple Q. For every time the NASDAQ went up one percent on that day, your T triple Q share would go up three times. And there's an inverse on that as well called the S triple Q, which goes up by three percent every time the NASDAQ goes down by one percent. Or you know if it's half percent it's one point five. That sort of you know as a ratio of three to one to the positive or negative. So you know if you really want some serious exposure or you really feel like backing yourself, those are instruments you can use to reflects what you believe is going to happen in the market Absolutely. Um, but as i said because they're highly volatile they're far too complex for just you know first-time investors and i really don't suggest they Keep delve into to
2: that, that straight away hey yeah, you gotta understand what you're doing
3: yeah and these instruments are they're, they're made for short-term highly volatile either a hedge position or just really speculative mm play so the competition may be you know for someone who's experienced and who's wanted to access these type of products it may be useful for them but it's not for the it's not for your first
2: trade so we had sqqq which was the short nasdaq three, three times. times three times leverage, leverage yeah. yeah dangerous it's complex. Yeah. It's, and then we had tqqq which was the long nasdaq yeah. three times as well so for those more advanced traders out there looking to have a bit of a a real red hot crack at getting yeah, to yeah. New York. They might be a couple of uh, yeah. I think stocks what, yeah, worth looking a, at when the
3: market, if the
2: given what we saw in December, the
3: scars they're like mental scars. Yeah. The people have like the GFC still plays yeah. on people's minds Absolutely. a little bit. Like what's going to happen? Everyone's got a memory. The market's got a memory. So if we see the market start to fall again, I think we'll see pretty aggressive falls. So you'll see people. Probably jump into the inverse leveraged mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. ETFs, yes, maybe, <laughs> maybe depending on the risk appetite. And there's also volatility ETF. So the, the volatility got its really became sexy during the GFC yeah. um, as an asset class. Previously, it wasn't very accessible. It was traded via trading many options, and um, ETF issuers actually went and bought that that options or that the future, the VIX future. And package it into an ETF so people can actually trade volatility now.
2: Which sounds confusing.
3: But it actually isn't. It's like anything. It goes up, it goes down. Yes. Do you want to buy it here and sell it here? It's no different. And you're very good at it. But um, I, was a vol- I was an options trader for 10 yeah. years. so um, you know
2: what you're doing. Yeah, I still so, don't know what I'm doing. It'd be good, I think, throughout the comp if you see sort of changes in that particular stock mm-hmm. um, or, or ETF, whatever it is, the, yeah. the volatility. Um, we should certainly discuss it because totally. I think it's... Um, a really important thing to understand for more of it, the advanced investor. Yeah,
3: and people hear about the VIX mm, and they hear the fear index. And, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> you may need those. I have to staying up late, but you know these are com- these are like these are you're basically trading a commodity via a, a share. Yeah. So it gives you great exposure if you believe that that's what's going to happen, or you want some exposure to those asset classes, and it's really easy through an ETF. But these products are complex, so that's also worth.
2: Mm, keeping in mind. We've spoken about weed, yep. sort of the industry of choice at the moment. It is, yeah. um, Gas has sort of had, it t- had its time, but certainly still some opportunity. Yeah. The market overall a bit sketchy, unsure what's yeah. going to be happening. Well, it's strong. Strong, but I'm you're sorry. a bit um, sketchy, I'm, I'm
3: always nervous. I'm always yes. worried about things going south.
2: Uh, we spoke about QTQQQ, QT, both leveraged products. Yep. Buyer beware, certainly Absolutely. with those for the advanced investors. Uh, and I think just the general message is that there's so much stuff on stake at the moment that if you can think of any sort of theme or keyword you can search by that and dip your toe in that way so I would recommend having a look at the stocks that we've just spoken about as a as a way of getting some inspiration but as we said at the start this is not a buy hold or sell recommendation (laughs) to your own research. (laughs)
3: I mean as a just to finish that off the the key thing is to understand risk and this is what we're trying to get people to understand by this competition is you have to plan a trade. You need to say, I'm buying like this. If things go wrong, there's nothing wrong with being wrong. Investing is about making money. It's not about being right. You can be right eight times and the two out of ten, and the two times you're wrong can actually wipe your portfolio out. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're actually investing, you can be wrong eight times, and the two times you've actually run that profit so far, yeah. that you can be highly profitable making being right 20% of the time. So... My key message is it's not about being right. It's about understanding what risk is. Cutting your losses early. There's no shame in being wrong. This game is not about being right or wrong, and I'll keep saying that to people. It's really about understanding how the market works, how you behave in the market, how do you feel when you place a trade, and just
2: learn, prepare, do your work, and you'll be fine. Cutting losses is critical in a six-week competition. It's critical all the time. Yeah, true, true, but I think certainly something I learned. So I think there we have it, you dishing out some hot tips. We'll check back in with you as the comp goes on, see how your perspective changes, and we'll be playing along as well. So thanks for joining us, Matt. Uh, if anyone has any questions, you can hit us up at contact at equitymates.com and we will also give you access to Matt as well. And you have some books that you want to talk about. Oh Matt. yeah. <laughs> so you saw my little note. Yes, yeah, so I we were just talking a little bit about
3: four about inspiration. I think it's a great time for people to have a book as well. I mean there are so many great people that have been you know markets have been around for, you know, centuries. Uh people have written some great stuff and Go grab a, go. Go to your library. Go to Amazon. You know, jump on Book Depository. Whatever you do to buy a book, and either grab it in hard copy or on Kindle, and and, um, and go read a trading book. It'll just inspire you. There, are, we, we can send a list out. Yeah, you know, we can even do. We'll put it in the show notes. notes. Yeah, exactly. And just give people, I think it'll motivate you to want to be better. And you'll actually hear it from people that are far more insightful than me. Absolutely. (laughs) And you, sorry. (laughs) Uh,
2: That have been there, done that, and they've been in exactly the same position as the listeners. And I just want to finish with, don't necessarily feel like that you need to place a trade tonight. Don't freak out about it. It is six weeks. We do harp on about it being a short period of time. But take your time this week, I think, just to get comfortable with it. But by all means certainly do something by the end of this week because then you'll only be down five weeks. So <laughs> best of luck to everyone. Um, we'll be here, we'll be releasing content, we've we've let you know what the schedule's gonna be. So we'll leave it at that and catch up with Matt next week. Cheers.
1: Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual
2: situation. Equity mind.